content warning. We have fun and laugh a lot during the process of making this podcast, but some of the movies we watch have adult situations. That means we may use language that isn't suitable for children, as well as topics that could be triggering for some. We want you to enjoy our podcast, and that means taking care of yourself and feeling safe. Thanks for listening. So bright, it'll blind you. I can't see. Listen. Do you hear it? Listen. I don't hear nothing. Listen hard. Do you hear it? Do what? The night. It's definite. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. Good afternoon and well. Good night. Bye. <laughs> Sleep well. Hi. Hi, I'm Keith. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that other guy over there. Who cares? <laughs> Did you hear that guy over there? Yeah. In reference to me? Yeah. Okay. Thought. I'm Z. <laughs> Tagot. <laughs> um, I'm Z. That's Keith. And we're doing a podcast. Whatever. <laughs> By this now- episode, we're going to talk about Near dark. dark. If you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, there's going to be spoilers. There's going to be spoilers. We're going to spoil it for you. We probably don't have to say that every time still, but. Well, if someone's new and someone's listening, basically we spoil. Then they're bad. (laughs) Near Dark. It's Catherine Bigelow's second full length outing. Oh, really? I thought it was her first well, solo. It's her first solo directorial mm-hmm. outing, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. She did The Loveless, which was co-directed with right. the person she wrote it with. Mm. And she co-wrote this one, too. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think they both co-wrote... Eric Red is the person's name. And the deal was they would co-write the script and then each would direct one of the films. So, Oh, interesting. Interesting. I think that's. I think that was the idea. Something like that. I watched. Uh, I watched an interview from the time of its release, mm-hmm. where she was presumably at some film festival showing it. It's pretty painful, mainly because of the interviewer. Is that the um, line where they like they're like the light coming yeah. in, which looked cool. And then they shut the blinds, and then everything looked extremely white behind mm-hmm. her and horrible. And yeah. I'm like, what do you think you're doing? I know. Whoever was running the camera. Man, it was or... so painful. And then, like, they're adjusting her chair. And then once they get her chair adjusted, they're like. She's completely out of frame. They're like, oh, I can't even see her. And they're like, yeah, because I haven't moved the camera 
back yet. And they were like, oh, okay. I'm like, what? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It looked like a woman was behind the camera. So that's probably why the guy doing the interview was like, hey, I think I can tell you, even though you're the one operating the camera, I, can, I feel comfortable telling you <laughs> a woman how to do your job. Woo. Appropriate. Given the context. Yeah. Yeah. So Near Dark is a. Uh... Oh, it's a movie. It's a movie that went places and made decisions and did things. Catherine Bigelow, if you're unfamiliar with the name. Um, Strange Days. Is presumably, I think, still the only woman to get a win Best Director? That can't be right. I thought I just read that, so. Yeah, but was it from 10 years ago? <laughs> Didn't. Sophia Coppola win, though? As of 2021, Maybe. only woman to win the Academy Award for Best Director. What? Oh, my God. For what Oh, movie? no, I'm sorry. It's a list of... Sorry, it's a whole list of things that she's won. She's the only woman, oh. to, um, only woman to win uh, Oscar for Best Director, Director's Guild of America Award for Outstanding Directing, BAFTA for Best Direction, Critics' Choice Movie Awards for Best Director. Gotcha. Okay. She became the first woman to win the Saturn Award for Best Director for Strange Days. Mm. My apologies. Thank you. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) where do we start? (laughs) So, I've got. So, I watched that interview, and I watched. uh, uh, I just want to say. It was really funny because, like, we start, like, we watched it with the intention, like, most of the time when we do, like, movie watches for the podcast, we intentionally plan movies to watch for the podcast. We don't just, like, watch a movie and then after it's over be like, you want to pot about that? We, like, oh yeah. we, like, we watch movies with, in- with intent. Um, so we'd plan to watch this for the podcast, and when we finally decided to... um. Like, going into it, Keith, <laughs> I don't know, we were, like, ha- halfway through, maybe not even halfway through, and you were, like, if you don't want to pot about this. If you want to save this for an unmentionable. Yeah, he was, like, if you don't want to do, if you don't, if you don't want to do a pot about this, I understand. There's not much here. And I was, like, I literally had a page and a half already, and I was, like, no, <laughs> we're potting about this. Uh-huh. But he was, like, I don't have much. I don't know how much I'm going to do. And then yeah. by the end of the movie, Keith said, I don't know. Because usually we watch movies during the week and then we record podcasts um, on Saturday. Keith was like, I don't know that I can wait till then to talk <laughs> about this because I'm so like, he's like, and then he like watched all these like things. He's like, no, I got to do so much research. So I thought that was really Well, funny. by the end of it, I was like. <laughs> by the end of it, I was like, I, I was like, I. Uh, First of all, I don't think it's a good movie. No, no, it's a terrible movie. I think <laughs> no offense. for folks who are enjoy genre movies for the fact that oh, they're yeah. in the genre, it's probably, I mean, it's a, for being a relatively low budget horror movie, mm-hmm. you're probably going to get your yeah. money's worth. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but by the end of it, I was like, there's so much. <laughs> it, this seems like a really elaborate production. Given its yeah. presumed 
budget budget yeah. i'm just like there's got to be so much that's left out that didn't make it into the yeah. movie turns out <laughs> i mean uh, yeah i didn't find anything on that specifically but uh also i didn't know i had not heard of this movie until like a yeah, less yeah, yeah. than a year ago oh, yeah. i think i look i am to be was like yeah i am to be <laughs> Uh, I think it was in reference. I was looking up the Night Flyer or whatever, something, and it was like oh, more yeah. like this kind of suggestion. Something we were talking, and I was like, no, "Oh shit!" I think it's we Catherine were Bigelow. talking about Catherine Bigelow. I think that's what it was. We were talking okay. about Catherine Bigelow films, and you looked it up, and you were like, "Have you ever Maybe, heard of?" Was Peter it when Dark? we watched Strange Days? No, no, that was a while ago. Um, because this was since this was since the pandemic and our movie binge in the yeah. last year. But I mean, I downloaded it. Like, I, excuse me, I. Uh, <laughs> Purchased it completely <laughs> legally. legally. Uh, we a long time ago. A long film. time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You downloaded, or I mean, you got it. <laughs> you got it immediately. Um, Someone gave me the gift of this. <laughs> Someone gifted in a tile, a, a million tiny little pieces over the <laughs> internet, one at a time. <laughs> Different sources. Um. Yeah, it was a while ago, but like, I think it was like when we. Yeah, we were just talking about. Because I Bigelow. think, no, I think what it was, honestly, is we were trying to remember because she does like the Hurt Locker or Zero Dark Thirty and right. you couldn't remember which one she did. And so you were looking it up and then you're like, oh, it's have both. you ever heard of this, this movie? And I was like, what is it? And you were like, it's a vampire movie. <laughs> and then you started looking it up and you're like, oh, my God, it sounds insane. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah. And I thought it was going to be way different than it was. I thought yeah. it was going to, I mean, I thought it was going to be boring. I was right. <laughs> um, but I thought it was going to be boring in in like a good way. <laughs> no offense, Catherine Bigelow. Although watching her in her interviews, I'm Oof. like, yeah, this tracks. She's like, right. I was painting in New York, you know, yeah. and I like <laughs> I ran out of ways to sustain just like painting in an apartment in New York. So I went to college. I'm like, what? Yeah, I went to no. Columbia. Uh, I was like, "What the yeah, fuck?" I, I ran out of money, so I went to grad school. <laughs> I Which, was like, "Ooh, shishi, <laughs> someone's rich." <laughs> I yeah, I don't know where to start. So it's a it's a uh-huh. it's one of those movies. Apparently, there's this is quite. I didn't realize this was a thing, but so many people thought they were being real original by making a vampire western. <laughs> Including John fucking Carpenter, master of horror, <laughs> did this in the nineties. I like how like vampires are supposed to have like spanned like, you know they sp- they're basically I mean like you know the origin of, like some the speculation has you know that like uh, vampires like Jesus was the first vampire is one uh, speculation. There's all kinds of. Um, you know, but Jesus they basically they span thousands and thousands of years. Oh, but you do feed him your blood, I guess. Right. You like there's the whole blood. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they span but I'm saying like the mythology goes back like so long and they're like <laughs> Imagine vampires but like a cowboy. Right. No one's ever thought and I'm like, why would no why would no one have thought of that? Right. Like that's that's not like some magical No, yeah. <laughs> And specifically vampires, like yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like, why would you like if they existed, like, in like you know, since like ancient Egypt and shit like that? 
then right. why would you think there couldn't be a cowboy right. vampire? I mean, like, fucking Bram Stoker wrote Dracula in what? The exactly. That's what I'm saying. 1500? <laughs> God. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like, there's, it's, none of it makes sense. But, like, yeah, this movie. So, like, the movie opens. I just want to say this. The movie opens mm-hmm. with uh, Nathan Petrelli as a <laughs> Adrian Pazner. And Nathan Petrelli is who he played in Heroes. Oh. See, so, yeah, um, and I know him as uh, Major Talbot from <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So he's um, he's in, like, a truck or something, and he gets out, and he takes his hat off, and immediately he has, like, the worst helmet hair ever, which I <laughs> thought was a nice touch. I was like, that's a good touch, because, like, he would legit, like, yeah. you know, they didn't, I was like, okay, I appreciated that. But then him and his friends turn around, and they see, um, the lead singer of the Cocteau Twins eating an ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the movie just goes on from there. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, this movie is just, obviously it's a vampire movie. It's one of those, like, I, it feels like one of those, like, I have issues with those movies that try to be, like, we're, like, this movie is a vampire movie, but they never say the word vampire. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. We know it's a vampire movie. Like, it's like people aren't watching this because they hate vampire movies, right. you know? It's like that thing of, like. Well, people aren't watching this movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> Turns out. But, like, that, that like, I'm I'm so smart. Like I'm making a genre movie, but I'm doing it better than anyone. But I'm doing it better than anyone that enjoys this genre because I don't actually give a shit about the genre and I don't care about it. And I actually am like breaking all the rules and I don't know any and I don't care and it doesn't matter. And it's not really a vampire movie because we don't say vampire, but it's about vampires. But it's done better and smarter because we don't say the word vampires. No, it's done worse and horrible because you don't say the word vampire. Every character is unlikable. And that, none of it makes sense. No. And no no one has any motivation for why they, they hate each other or why they get Do along. anything. Yeah. Honestly. Nothing is clear, also. No, nothing's Nothing explicit. is clearly stated. It's all assumed. Yeah. And then you're right about it. Like, they're always right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so roughly... So many people are in this, too. This is basically, like, the cast of Aliens. It's the cast of Aliens. <laughs> literally, because it's... Right, Lance everybody, Henriksen, everybody... <laughs> Bill Paxson, uh, Jeanette... Something. I can never... I'm never gonna know. I'm never gonna remember what her name no, is. No, it's so bad. Um, oh, God, her... I, I was assuming... I, Jeanette I, Goldstein. Yeah. So... <laughs> This was after Aliens. Yeah. But I was like, I was assuming it was before just because she has short hair in Aliens, which would make sense after that horrible bleach job that someone <laughs> did to her hair that all of it got chopped off immediately. because She did it herself. I was going to say, I hope that whoever did it is not doing anyone's hair. That looks like I did it myself here. And there was intent behind that, but I'll get, no. we'll get into that later. Oh, God. It was 
yeah, anyway. So very specifically, uh, uh, Bigelow asked all of them, apparently individually, mm-hmm. and without them, no- well, <laughs> according to both Paxton and Henriksen, like, Paxton got the script first and was super excited about it. Called up. He seems like he yeah, seemed well, like he was having fun with it. Yeah, he called up Lance Henderson in the middle of the night, presumably because they were uh-huh. in different time zones or something. He's like, "What?" He's like, "Come on, just read the script." And then, yeah. Then he read the script and he got excited about it. And then Jeanette Goldstein was also on board. And apparently, Catherine Bigelow specifically wanted them because they'd all worked together already and been through a production. Mm-hmm. She was like. Oh, great. They don't have to do the work of yeah, building up the chemistry the and yeah, the yeah. working relationship, which is smart. Oh, yeah. Um, too bad you can't see any of that, really. Nope. Too bad it doesn't translate anyway, at all. Ugh. Roughly, <laughs> what do we got? We got Adrian Pastar is hot for this young lady that he meets Nay. eating. Yeah, and his name eating is an ice cream Caleb. Cone. Yep. You're right. He's, he's hot for this girl because he sees her looking at an he ice cream cone. He sees her, and he's just like... Come on. Let's hang like, out. Yeah. They hang out. She says, listen to the night. Um, <laughs> he says, haven't met many girls like you ad infinitum. That's what I wrote down. Because he just says it so oh, many Oh, he says times. it many, many times. Then and then throughout the movie, and I think. It's, oh, God. It's painful. Um, she goes to feed off of him and I guess hesitates. And no, what happens is she's telling him to get her home because the sun's coming up. Right. And he stops the car and he's like, I'll take you home once you kiss me. Uh-huh. Ugh. Fucking, ugh. And she kisses him and then I'm assuming loses control and ends up biting him. Oh. And then just runs away. I don't think she was intending to bite him. Really? I think she just liked him. Oh. Or, or if she was intending to bite him, she changed her mind about it. Through that's why she was like, "Just take me home." Oh, okay. Um, Unclear. Right. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Again, n- nothing is stated. It's all you have to just. But then guess. her crew shows up to pick her up. Is that what happens? No. no. What happens is he <laughs> then his truck breaks down or won't start yeah, or whatever, and then he walks home. Uh, with five cigars carefully placed in his uh, shirt or whatever. Um, he's smoking. Like, the sun is, like, burning him as it's rising. He's walking home. And then his sister sees him or something. His sister and his dad, who we don't find out are his sister and his dad until, like, over halfway through the movie. Completely unclear. They I just thought he see was just stumbling onto somebody's yeah, property. Yeah, right. And they're like, look. And and then he, I, didn't, I don't know. I think I missed this part. It was so hard to pay attention to this movie because immediately I was like, <laughs> I hate everything. Not interested. It's not interesting. I don't understand. Um, And I guess either they, like, put him in their van or something. They come and pick him up because she's bitten him. Uh-huh. And then he's just really sick. <laughs> and they're all mad at her crew is mad at yeah, her. Yeah, they're pissed because she bit him. And they're like, we, I guess, I mean, you know, in a sense, it makes sense. It's like, 
you've just turned him and like we kind of have to agree on this and you have to which you know right. that's probably the most sense the movie makes they're like yeah. you don't just turn people you don't just do this you don't just bite people right. you have to like you, you know. don't just get married <laughs> you don't just do this you know like you gotta ask permission you gotta get you know okay so eventually uh Caleb's dad goes to the cops. His dad does is played he, by. Does he go to the cops? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll I was find. trying to remember because <laughs> like, why are the cops after them? Oh no, the cops are after them because they, the cops were after them. Are you oh, talking about the shootout? Because they murdered. Because they people. murdered, and that one dude jumped out the window, and then the sun came up twelve seconds later because night lasts twenty minutes in this movie. Yeah. Every night, they're always like, fuck, the sun's coming up. Despite that despite most the fact of the that movie they, was shot at night. And and also, despite the fact that they've just left their hibernation for the day because the night's here. They're like, oh, we can go out. And then as soon as they go out, they're like, fuck, the sun's coming up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how far do you travel to get to a bar? <laughs> yeah. Like, calm the fuck down. But yeah, they kill everyone in a bar, and then but like when Adrian Pazdar is ta- tasked with killing someone, uh, he hesitates, and the dude just jumps out the window instead. I think, I think it's Adrian Pazdar, um, and he jumps out the window, and he uh, goes and gets the cops, who then come after the vampires. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's in the back of the the car. They, oh, okay. yeah, they, and it's it's literally like not even twenty seconds of him just being like, "Oh God, there's a lot of people in this movie." I feel like you know, like Lance Hendrickson and Bill Paxton and Adrian Pazdar, yeah. And but Adrian Pazdar, like, yeah, like so, uh, Jenny Wright. Sorry, gotcha. <laughs> Jenny Wright plays May. And she uh, quit making movies in the late 90s? She did Lawnmower Man. She did the Lawnmower Man. Okay. Um, Yeah. But she kind of quit making movies, and who knows what happened to her? In the documentary I watched, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which had most of the cast. Oh, interesting. Except for her. Oh, yeah, you were telling me, Adrian um, Pastor. Yeah, Adrian Pastor is like, Jenny, if you're watching this, I've been trying to get in touch. I'd love to talk to you. It's really sad, yeah. He's like, I don't know what happened to her, man. Aw. Um, I mean, I don't know when that was made. It's oh, clearly right, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, not like it looked that. like it was like early 90s, and this yeah, was yeah. 87. So. Yeah. Um, The thing that was hard for me was like, so like, obviously, when you're like in movies, like you have to force relationships because you have like a limited amount of time. You know, you have to like make things happen where they might not have like you know so like it you know you have to kind of ignore sort of things that maybe aren't organic or you know um like oh this wouldn't happen in real life okay but neither would you know the rest of the shit that's about to happen in a span of less than two hours so or like two hours or whatever Mm -hmm. so but like i'm like yeah i don't think that y'all like because you're supposed to think that him and May have this relationship, yeah. Caleb and May. And I'm like, I don't believe you. <laughs> like, very immediately, I was yeah. like, I don't buy right. it. Like, I just don't buy it. And it was like, that was really hard for me where I was yeah. like, 
you know, the whole point of them, like, of him being with them, of them, like, her, like, fighting for him not to just get killed by the rest of the vampires that are like, we fucking hate this dude. Why is he here? And, And him, like, sticking with them for as long as he did. And everything is supposed to be based on their relationship that I was like, yeah, and not to, no say, not to say, not to say like their chemistry was off, but literally just like Ugh. the story itself. Like yeah. they literally, he drives her to a horse, like a horse, his farm, I guess, where the horses there run away from her because she's a vampire. Uh, they do a f- frog like, look <laughs> You know, he need that noise. Um, and because she's a vampire or whatever. And then. He just says 15 times in a row, I haven't met many girls like you. And then she says, take me home right now. And then that's it. And I'm like, this is what? And they're like madly in love. I'm like, what? And she doesn't seem like she wants to be around him. She keeps like, like she keeps like exiting. And then he comes after her. And I'm like, I know that like, there's supposed to be like an implication of like chase. Like the chase in this, like yeah. you know, you know, yeah. he's chasing, yeah. you know. But I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want to, <laughs> you know, I don't want to feel chased by men <laughs> or anyone that is a pot- potential romantic partner. Please, if I yeah. walk, if I leave your car, don't come after me. Just let me go. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the love story as motivation does not work at all because no, yeah, they're together no. thirty seconds. And then the sun's coming up. And yeah, okay. Uh, the aliens' crew is May's crew. They live and travel together. Yeah, they're all vampires. Yeah. Oh, there's also the little kid, Homer, which they all call Boner. No, they don't call him Boner. They call him Homer. Tomato potato. <laughs> they just are. They all have like southern accents, quote unquote. So yeah. So, here's one of the, do we want to keep going on the plot? Oh, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Because <laughs> I got all these uh, fun stories to tell that aren't about the plot. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Literally, the plot of the movie is that they are vampires and they, they're really bad at knowing uh, when the sun is coming up. Yeah. And also, they're very, very hundreds of years. Yeah, and they're but they're also really bad at like subtlety. They just walk Uh into a bar and like just kill everyone there. Also, they have a habit of just burning down a place. Yeah, they they burn places down. They don't care, and yet somehow (laughs) magically, no one's aware that they exist. (laughs) I know. Yeah. So you know, but the basically the plot of the whole thing is just them. Like they're this the main plot is just watching these vampires be annoying. And not wash themselves ever. Yeah, they're all ever. Dirty and they're disgusting. And, uh, they have disgusting clothes. This is like a thing I fucking hate. Like, I hate this. I like, I hate seeing it in movies. It's such like, ugh. just people that like literally have just like dirt around on their faces mm-hmm. and just like there for the whole movie. And there's, and there's a bathroom there the whole time it's not like they're yeah, underground. Just getting ignored apparently yeah they're just like <laughs> i don't really have to wash my face i'm like oh, yeah um, hmm. anyway um so they're just like dirty and unwashed the whole time and that's pretty much and they're just like trying like the whole movie adrian pazdar like basically refuses to feed on anyone yeah he feeds they on keep, may though that's tr- 
Yeah, because that works. She feeds on people, and then he feeds on her, and uh-huh. then they're pissed at her because they're like, you can't do that. Like, that's not going to, that's not sustainable. Right. Which I feel like that's true. Like, you're, it's like. A good, it's a good metaphor. Right. But, <laughs> you know, and they keep being like, he can't stay with us if he can't, like, kill, like. If yeah, he, he's got to get a yeah. job. Yeah, he's got to bring some bacon. Yeah, they're like, if he can't, he's got to contribute. Yeah, if he can't contribute, he can't stay. They're like, end of story. Um, and then, but the secondary plot is basically that Adrian Pazdar or Caleb's father is looking for him, played by Tim Thomerson. Tim Thomerson, or as I know him from Xena, uh, uh, Maligar the Mighty. Um, yeah, Maligar. you'll totally, if you've watched anything from the 1980s or the 1990s, <laughs> you'll probably Tim recognize Tim Thomerson. Um, yeah, you've probably never heard his name, because I hadn't before this. Um, now I will so never forget it. Maligar the Mighty is Caleb's dad, so Caleb's <clears throat> father and little sister are, like, crossing the country to try to track down right, because Caleb, the cops which doesn't make any sense. It. Which doesn't make any sense, because, like, why are you going to take your, like, eight-year-old child around the country I guess she doesn't have school. Apparently, she's not in school, and apparently, your your well, there veterinary impl- business. Yeah. Well, I guess apparently, so it, the, the implication is that it's over summer, so maybe she's not in school. Well, that's right. Um, but but maybe she's um, school. <laughs> uh yeah, and then basically it ends with and they eventually catch up. Yeah, they have, and, it ends with them like crossing paths. But there's like a scene well, where it they doesn't end there. That's like no. It, it, there's I mean, another half hour to go. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens in um, correct except a few uh blood transfusions apparently you can reverse the turning <laughs> if you just transfuse 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 <laughs> your blood with someone else's just anyone's because it doesn't matter which caleb caleb's dad does to him which makes some sense because he's a veterinarian sense. so he does human transfusions all the time and <laughs> but here's but then, a no but caleb says <laughs> He says something like, have you ever done a transfusion? Or like, you got to transfuse me. And I'm like, why? one, why would you know that? Correct. <laughs> and two, <laughs> glad your dad's a don't. Like, I don't know. Also, like, the implication yep. is yep. that all of his blood is gone. Yeah, complete reboot. So I guess Complete his dad's dead now. Because, right. like, how do you know. fill up someone's... I don't know. <laughs> and as... Uh, and then once, once the whole crew bites the dust, except for May, because she's, you know, even though she kills people all the time, she's, you know, wants to suck Caleb's dick or whatever, so he's, like, got to save her life. Um, he gives her a transfusion with his own blood, mm. and then she's saved. So yeah, yeah, yeah. clearly it doesn't matter what blood type you have. No. <laughs> or they just happen to be the same. Who knows? But he didn't check. He doesn't no, have any because no. she's so dirty and disheveled. I doubt she has like a fucking card that tells. Well, she is the cleanest is. of. She is the cleanest of the them. clan. Homer's the worst. Homer just. I hate Homer so much. Yeah. I hate Homer. Yeah. Homer's the worst. Well, also, how about how about how <laughs> he falls in love with with. <laughs> Caleb's 11-year-old... No, not 11. 11. She's like 7. No, she's like... Uh, yeah, she's like 8. Okay. How? But I think Homer's supposed to be like 11. 
No, I think Homer's he's, body? he's like 10 or something like that. Whatever. Maybe 10 or 11. He sees her when they're at a... And he loses his fucking shit. And, and he brings like, her home. He brings her back. And he's like, she's mine. It's really creepy. I mean, like, I get it in the sense of like... Well, except for... I get it in the they sense... they make a big deal. Not right. a big deal. But multiple comments about Homer is... Is a vampire. An old ass vampire in a child's body. Yeah. And he's like, I'm like a they grown- call him old man. And stuff. Right. And like, he makes a big deal about how he's a man in a child's body and all that stuff. Okay. I guess someone didn't rip off Anne Rice at all, but. um, Because that's the or whole thing. Or Anne Rand. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the, um, that's the whole thing with like Claudia from Interview with a Vampire. Uh. She gets turned into a vampire as a kid. Uh-huh. And then she's like forced to like. Oh, the body well, doesn't age at yeah, all? Yeah, the body stays a child, and she freaks out because she's like, I'm always going to be, like, she has all this knowledge, and uh-huh. she's, like, you know, going through the years she's with like, them. I could be so good at sex. <laughs> and she's just, like, like, there's this one scene where she tries to cut off her hair, uh-huh. and it immediately grows back because oh. how you how you're changed as a vampire is how you stay forever, and she's like, I'm never going to age I'm never going to grow up. But she falls in love with one of the other vampires, and she's like, I'm a child, and we can't be together because I'm a kid, uh-huh. and I'm always going to be a kid, and I'm never going to be able to be an adult. So, right. But, like, clearly, that's what they're trying to imply with Homer in this. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an adult in the body of a kid. But they don't do any, like, world building on it. Right. <laughs> it just, like, it's it's said, and they just they call him old man, and he says it flippantly. But then he sees and a he child. Smokes, and he's chain right. <laughs> then he sees another child and he's like my bride Give me. <laughs> so that's yeah. fucking gross yeah. <laughs> in so multiple many, ways so many different ways yeah. but yeah he's like so possessive and he like literally Immediately. like 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 literally physically is yeah. like attached to her and like won't let her go and shit like that and he's like no she's mine she belongs to me and shit like that and he obsesses over her yeah that's okay, one of the cool. main problems is like all the things that seem to be Driving yeah. the plot and motivating people are not built upon at all. But also, they're given no. <laughs> but time they'll say to... one thing and then immediately do another thing. They'll yeah. do like one thing will happen and then the, the opposite happens, and it's yeah. like you know, like the um, <laughs> like she's eating a fucking ice cream cone. Yeah. When he first meets her, and then yeah. when he's turned at first, he tries to eat a candy oh, bar and, and immediately and throws up. Yeah. And I'm like, that. What can he eat then? Can he just eat dairy? I don't. <laughs> What the fuck? That's right. There so wasn't like, enough dairy in it. There was no, <laughs> there was no, but there was no consistency. Well, you know, maybe she was eating sherbet. <laughs> <laughs> and what that made him ice sick cream was cone. the dairy. That ice cream cone made me want, like, Dairy Queen ice cream. It was supposed to make you want May. Yeah. No offense to, Yuckers. no offense to the, the actor. It's just like that act of, like, I'm eating ice cream. I'm putting my mouth on something. I mean, like, that makes her a sexual <laughs> person. Like, oh. Well, it's so infantilizing, too. Infantilizing. It's like sexualizing mm-hmm. someone licking a lollipop. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, God. Lolita. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down, though, <laughs> why are these vampires allergic to wiping dirt and snot off their faces (laughs) (laughs) it made an impression so some standout there's some really interesting visuals i thought oh yeah i think like there's a million shots where (laughs) it's there's like fog or smoke 
and it's backlit mm-hmm. and you see figures in the fog or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's a ton of those. I love them. Uh, no, it looks there's it, this movie had a lot of style to it. Yeah. That was the thing. I think that yeah. was the thing that I felt disappointed in right. because I just wish they had washed their faces, washed their faces, and and it could have ex- exponentially <laughs> looked cooler. Anyway, um, see so has notes. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly. <laughs> the night is your night, bro. <laughs> um, I said something about like, why is this style? Because I said this movie is high, highly stylized, but then I made a note. Why is the style of this movie my balls smell? That's right. I wrote that down too. <laughs> that was very good. I have. I have. Um. I have a couple notes about the the bar scene. Well, can I describe it first? Oh, yeah. No, I was saying I have a couple. So it's great that you are bringing it because I have some notes. <clears throat> I mean, all I really want is, I just <laughs> wanted to set it up as, like, it's clear it's meant to be a thing, right? Like, it's meant to be, like, mm-hmm. one of the mm-hmm. set pieces of the movie. Because they fucking kick open the door. And there's, like, some, <laughs> there's a fucking baseline that is happening. Yeah. Um. I think it's where it's, I think it's, I think it's meant as, like, the fork in the road for the movie. Like, where it, like, where, like, from here on out is where, like, they, they depart, like, up until now, they're, like, trying to form a bond, and from here on out is when the bond breaks, kind of. Between the group and Caleb? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's definitely a turning point. Yeah, in it's that. like the turning. I, I guess that's what I mean. Yeah, it's a turning point for them. But it's also meant to just be pure Ridiculous. gore and fun. They. One of my favorite parts of the movie is Bill Paxton just. Oh going my god, Bill Paxton's fucking amazing. ape shit. Bill Paxton's <laughs> hilarious. I feel like Bill Paxton is such such a good like. Was such a good like over actor. What over actor? Like he was so sort good. of yeah. Like and it is. I don't even know how to like. Just ridiculous. Like whatever. Over the it was. top. Yeah, ridiculous. But it totally fits this character. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And this like, is he was really perfect for. Like yeah. he's the only thing. Like his character, his execution. I was just like, love it. No complaints. Yeah. Ten out of ten. At all. Yeah. He was great. Um, and it's really just yeah. It's him going ape shit and like starting shit with the locals in the bar. He does this shit. You remember this? He's like, oh my God. hey, you hear the one about Buffalo Bill? Puts his chin in a beer. Yeah. There's a glass of beer, and he just goes, bloop. <laughs> and then his fucking chin is it's covered like with foam. Foam beard. Oh, my God. And then, but, like, yeah, like, he does that. Like, and the guy's about to get pissed. And, like, then he does that, and he's just like, what the fuck? And he's like, this guy's all right. I'm going to buy him a drink. And it's, like, kind of a great scene. I mean, then it goes south. The whole sequence is like, it's so almost amazing. Right? (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of the movie in general. It's one of those where you're like, oh, it's so close. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's so frustrating. Right, right, right. This one being the ultimate of the... Correct. The pinnacle of that for me. And then it it, uh, resolves with, okay, we're holding... They kill everybody one at a time. Yeah. 
slowly somehow yeah it takes no a long time no one tries to get away no one tries to get at away at all this young kid i mean he's probably like early 20s or something but for some reason is standing there the whole time with the pool cue <laughs> i looking, mean to be fair that's, that's exactly what i would do and then they save him for uh caleb you know they're like all right buddy it's your turn he can't do it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then finally the kid <laughs> oh that's right i wrote down uh Hang on. Yep. I wrote your, something down, your guys. Skin? Is it what? Is it about your your it does it start your skin? My skin? Not your skin, but does the quote that you wrote down start as Oh, it's not a quote. Okay. I wrote down a quote from this. Yeah. The the last kid gets away when his homophobia overrides <laughs> his fight or flight or freeze. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like been there the whole time and then finally it's like He's for you, Caleb. And then he starts moving towards him, and the kid's like, no! <laughs> and jumps out a fucking window. Uh, at one point, um, uh, Lance Hendrickson, when he, the waitress that he slits oh, her throat. God. I know, that's terrible. It's kind of funny. But he says to her, your skin is as soft as a preacher's belly. Oh, yeah, what? I was like, what? And then he's like, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, no one no. knows what I mean. No. That thing where like someone says something really like nonsensical and then they're like, you know what I mean? And people are like, I know what you mean. Uh-huh. I'm like, nope. No, I don't. Can you? What? Never never felt the preacher's belly in. I don't feel like it would be soft. I don't know. I mean, I know the. Imp- I don't feel like. <laughs> I don't know. Is that better than a baby's bottom? <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, oh my Also, God. I like when they first come in and all sit down at the booth, and then Homer is just sitting on a table smoking. And and, and the waitress oh, yeah. comes up and he antagonistically rips a, rips a piece of paper, but like such a fucking attitude about it. Like, ooh, look at me. I'm ripping a piece of paper. I'm like, literally, she wishes you were dead. She does not give a fuck about you yeah. or what you're doing right now. Um, so, well, also, <laughs> speaking of skin, yeah. when. Uh, Paxton's character is about to feed, and he's like, "I hate it when they ain't been shaved." <laughs> yeah, which would be me as I. Well, yeah, yeah, but also I felt like I don't know if this was intended, but that whole sequence it seemed like I felt like I was like, "Are they saying? Are they trying to imply he's bi or like queer?" <laughs> not that, yeah. not even that it's done in a bad way. It's just like I couldn't tell because like he gets really close to the guy's yeah. face and he's like, "Oh, I hate I know. when they." That's kind of why I liked it. Yeah, right. It's not done. It doesn't seem like it's done in a like queers are bad kind of way. Yeah. So like I was like, "Oh, that's an interesting thing." But um, I think there was a lot of improvising going on. That would make sense. Especially so there was Paxson. there was a little inconsistency. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> mm. uh, one of the many inconsistencies in this fucking movie. But it was a. It felt. I felt like it was like a sequence, an inconsistency in okay. the way that they shot something or oh, like uh, edited. A continuity. Yeah, error? yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So, when the bartender is spending forty five minutes putting uh, the shotgun shells or whatever <laughs> in the gun. Yeah. Can you get closer to that mic? Yeah. I don't know how much closer. I mean, I'm like on. Are you the able mic. to point it towards your face more? Mm-hmm. Like that? Yeah. Does that help? Okay. Yes, thank you. So. <clears throat> So the bartender, sorry, I like forgot what I was saying. So the bartender is like, um, putting, his... yeah, he's like loading the shotgun, and like this goes on for far too long. Like he's uh-huh. shaking, like can't yeah. get the gun, the bullets in the gun. I'm like, well, right. okay, 
But I feel like they repeatedly show him putting them in the gun, but, like, then he's, like, shaking and can't do it. And I'm like, how many... But he picks one of the shells off of the floor. Uh Uh-huh. And there's broken glass everywhere. Oh, which happens later. Yeah, which... And before he shoots anyone, which is very confusing Uh because, like, he doesn't use the shotgun, and then Bill Paxton gets on the counter and kicks everything, like, kicks all of the glasses off of the counter... And then he shoots one of them. I think it's Caleb he shoots. Caleb definitely gets shot. (laughs) Oh, and here's a great thing about that scene. It was his first time. uh, It was Adrian Pastar's first time wearing squibs. Oh. And his reaction to the shotgun is his reaction to the squibs. Yeah. His wind got knocked out of him. I bet. Oh, yeah. It looked good. Yeah. He uh, stayed in character. Like yeah, did the scene. That's the take they used. Nice. The first. It looked yeah. It, it definitely. Like, <laughs> it definitely looked like he definitely like looked like he was. That was the thing that was interesting about it is that it didn't. He wasn't like he didn't seem like hurt. It seemed like he was shocked. Yeah. And that's what made it seem believable. Right. Totally. Because you wouldn't just be like, "Oh man, this hurts." You'd be yeah. like, "What the fuck is happening?" You You'd know. Be I feel like Metcalf on the ground <laughs> with her legs up in the air. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, even if you're a cop. <laughs> so after they leave the bar, then they go. Uh, then they the sun is coming up magically again. For the fucking tenth yeah. time in the movie, oh. this is just like repeatedly. Anytime they yeah. go anywhere, they're like, "The sun's coming up, fuck, we're we're gonna die," and it's like life or death. Trying to find, so they find a bungalow, and the cops come to the bungalow <laughs> because the this kid is another got great away, sequence. and they're like, "It's daylight." Oh my god, this whole scene, I was like, "What yeah. the fuck?" Because nothing is consistent in this no. in this one scene. <laughs> There's no consistency yeah. in anything that happens. Um, oh, God. It, again, Homer, hate him. Yep. I wrote, hate this kid. Rude. I know. That was my note. <laughs> Can't stand this kid. Um, <laughs> like, it's clearly daylight. Like, the curtains are drawn. But it's very clearly, like, bright. There's a knock on the door, and they, like, peek out the window to what is clearly daylight, uh-huh. and Bill Paxton's face bursts into flame, and he's like, oh, daylight, and then Homer starts screaming, no, not daylight, no, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is the danger here? Like, just don't open the fucking door. Right. I don't, like, what? <laughs> Like, the danger is, like, immediate. They don't give a shit about anything. They're just like, not daylight. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, calm it's, down, it's everyone. So, immediately. the fact that Paxton yells, fucking daylight. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, my God. But then, like, so, like, so many inconsistencies <laughs> from then on about the daylight and them. Just yeah. in this one, it's like a 10-minute, maybe, sequence. I mean, it feels like it feels like it's forty five minutes long, honestly. Um, But literally, what, how, or when they catch fire on yeah, how fast according to daylight is not consistent whatsoever. So, I mean, like, there's like the cops start like the cops are like there's like a ton of cops surrounding them. Also, they have. 
automatic weapons. <laughs> they have what look like M16s. I mean, not only, but why do. do you have, yeah, the cops <laughs> have fully automatic weapons. So. <laughs> and there's a shit ton of them. There's so many of them. Also, why are they just like, <laughs> the vampires have like four guns <laughs> between them. Yeah. All <laughs> right. And they're just like pistols. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're like. Anyway, it's cool. We can <laughs> we can hold up and have a shootout, and we'll be fine. So, but this is when Adrian passed our puts the blanket over his head, right? Right, but like before, up until then, it's confusing because they catch fire through their clothes, mm-hmm. but yet the curtain drawn doesn't catch them on fire, which doesn't make yeah. sense because or a what? blanket, yeah. Um, and it's not like a thing. It's like literally if the sunlight hits a spot of their clothes, they catch on fire. Right. Not like if they catch, like, it would make sense if like a spot, like the sunlight hit like an exposed piece of skin and then their whole body burst into flame. Okay. That's something. But like, no, it's literally like if sunlight hits their a clothes part of their body. They go into flames. They burst into flames. But like the curtains drawn don't. <laughs> And then, like, <laughs> well, you're saying drawn, but do you mean closed? Yeah. Oh, is it is it close? Is drawn open? I thought I you draw so. the curtains to close or open them. Mm. I don't know. I have this listeners, confusion as well. Listeners, same don't, with blinds. Don't it let us. Know. Are the blinds drawn? The blind blinds are drawn when they're closed, right? Right. I think it's the other way around, but I could be wrong. I I'm don't know. Fully ready to admit that I have it wrong too. Yeah. Um. So anyway. The bu- all these bullets, in like they're yeah. just shooting Punch bullets holes throughout in the, the walls. Yeah, and the bullet holes are catching them on fire. But Adrian Pastar puts a blanket over himself. Yep. And runs outside. He eventually catches on fire, but not immediately. Which again doesn't make uh-huh. sense uh-huh. to the rest of it because uh-huh. bullet holes are catching them on fire. Then he hops in the van and drives through the bungalow. And guess what? No one catches on fire from that. No. Again. Because it creates a seal. You know, it's airtight, <laughs> light tight seal around. Then, Even though they drive out the other side, then, by the way. Yeah. Then they drive out the other side, and they're sticking their hands out of the windows. Yep. And to shoot. And shooting. And again, not catching on fire. Yeah. So, like, there's no consistency with this whatsoever. And I'm like, it would be different if, if. <laughs> You didn't repeatedly show them bursting into flames fucking immediately. Like, immediately. It's so stupid. Like, I hate it. I hated it. (laughs) There's also this thing they do a couple times where they're inside the car and the sun's up and they're like, hurry, cover the windows. And they're like putting up tinfoil and doing duct tape and spray painting the windows. Oh, shit. Wait, was it... (laughs) What point was it? I don't remember what part of the movie it was. Oh, I think it was when they were in the truck. No shit, I don't remember. It's oh, I think it's when they come back to take his little sister. And it's time to pay the piper. (laughs) What? The guy in the in the semi. 
He's like, if you don't get away from my semi in five seconds, I'm going to shoot you. Or he's like, I'm going to, whatever, I'm going to run you over. I don't know. He says something. And he goes, one, two, four. And <laughs> Bill Paxton shoots him. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Is that the semi that then Caleb then drives into Paxton? Into Paxton, and then it bursts into flames magically. Yeah, so there's this scene where... <laughs> Uh, Caleb and May are hitchhiking, and a trucker picks them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they do this that bit. That confused me. Yeah. None of it makes sense. No. Uh, <laughs> and it seems like he's telling him how to drive the truck. See, but all he keeps doing is like, shift, baby, shift. That's what the driver is saying. <laughs> as though he's... What? But then he does some shit with some... He was like, oh, first you got to... Detach the trailer. <laughs> so I assume that's why that's there. So, cause then, so that he can drive it later because there wouldn't be an egg. <laughs> you can't. Well, no. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make I sense. I probably don't remember because there's so much of this movie that I couldn't. I literally. Caleb tries to run down Paxton's character. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his fucking name. Yeah, I don't know anyone's name. Uh, and he hits him. Of course, he's not dead. Oh, yeah, and he punches through the... He climbs up on the front of the truck and punches into the hood of the truck, into the engine, and starts ripping Ripping. shit out. (laughs) Pretty good. And Caleb is like, oh, I know. He flips a switch, jumps out of the truck, and then it explodes. (laughs) I mean, it is a tanker truck, so presumably there's, like, petroleum product in the back. But uh, he hits the self-destruct button? Like, what is that? Yeah. I don't know. There's but that's show. another great scene. Yeah. Sequence. Whew. Just for the the fun. Oh my god, I forgot. And then and then what's her name? <laughs> Bleach blonde <laughs> Bleach Blonde mess. <gasps> she throws a knife at Caleb. <laughs> and like ducks oh, out of the way. Right. And Lance Hendrickson catches him in his mouth. It's not done well. It is not It's done also well. unclear. It's a little unclear if he Caught it in his teeth, or it just stuck in his face to me. Well, he's talking. He says something to him. So his mouth is, like, open, but it, like, stabs him. And, like, she It's so... Also, like, the direction of the knife. Like, it looks like it goes sideways, or, like, it's, you know, on its... I don't know. Straight up and down. Yeah, straight up and down into his mouth. Then when he takes it out, it's flat. Sideways. I'm like, okay. (laughs) All right. I love that. It's... and then he just like spits out blood. It's so. <laughs> also, at one point, because like I guess Lance Henriksen came up with uh, his own backstory for his character. Yes. And it. Boy, one, did he! Oh God! At one point, he says that he fought for the South, and Adrian Pazder is like, "I don't even know what that means." And he's like, "I f- the South, we, we lost. lost." And I was like, "Okay, cool. So you're all just white supremacists, yeah, then?" Right. Cool. This feels great. Okay. But Lance Hendrickson, like, to get in character or whatever, or, like, to figure out, flesh out his character, he would dress up as the character, as how he imagined the character. Yep. And he went driving around at night Uh and picked up a hitchhiker Uh and was being really creepy. Uh And the guy freaked out and was like, let me out of the car. And so he was like, I didn't. I didn't want to tell him who I was or what was going on. You know, I was just yeah. like playing a bit. He's like, so he paid him $80. He gave him $80. Oh, really? Yeah. 
and he was and, I didn't know that and, part. yeah he gave well, me eighty dollars nice. and yeah and he was like about it. he was like the guy was so scared of me but he could have just overpowered me and like knocked me on my ass so fast mm-hmm. he just got he was just scared he's like so I gave him money and I was like thanks <laughs> yeah so that's cool that's nice I thought that was nice though I mean like it's kind of like unfair like you know like someone didn't necessarily it's still shitty to but be least, put in a yeah. car and scared but at the same time. You know, I mean, and in 1986 or whatever, when it, this was shot. Right. Hmm? I said, right. Oh, I thought you said 90. And I was like, who? Who? Um, That's a lot more money than it is now. $80 yeah. is, <laughs> would get you a lot more <laughs> than it would now. So that's that's cool. I mean, like, that's a, at least a bus ticket, a couple bus tickets, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a good time? Is this a good place for me to go into stories, or did you want to? Oh, please, please, please. Since you brought up that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stories away. Yeah. uh, By his own account, Lance Hendrickson did a lot of work for this character. It's just sad because. I know. Also, it's, like, just wasted. I mean, like, he's wasted in this movie. Oh, yeah. I feel like that about him in every movie, though. Uh, That's fair. I. I mean, I know he's even kind of just even on the one episode of Hannibal he was on That's for five seconds, right? Even in Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I know I think he's his style is just kind of understated. So yeah, yeah. But even in uh, uh, Jagged Edge, is he in Jagged Edge? Yeah. Oh my god, that's right. He's, he's in it for of, like five seconds. Yeah, he's part of he's Coyote's like, team or whatever. My name's I'm a cop. Yeah. What are you doing outside? I just need some air. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, he. Uh, first of all, I think they all did their own costumes. They all did their own costumes. I think so. Interesting. Lance at least talks I mean, about how he. None of them changed clothes. Correct. <laughs> Which goes along with not wiping their own snot. Yeah, from he the came head. up with this whole backstory that he was part of the Confederate yeah. Navy, yeah. specifically oh, wow. Navy. Painted his hair with shoe polish. Uh, yeah, because that gave, was a he, thing they did back then. He gave himself a rat tail, a, a long ass braid in the back, um, and dipped it in tar. He said because that's what they used to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't fucking. Uh, <laughs> I don't glamorize. Gross. I don't glamorize that shit, so I wouldn't know. And he came up with this whole story about how he was turned, <laughs> which is that there was this naval. I batter think you mean turned <laughs> That his ship, they all got massacred. Oh, that's it, a movie I'd like to watch. Hundred percent. And that, like, a bunch of harpies, he called them, were descended upon and were feeding upon the uh, the dying. Um, dear Lance Hendrickson, write this fucking movie. Please write that movie, and I mean it doesn't need to be about the Confederate South. He goes in this, but <laughs> please, please write a movie about a bunch of people on a ship yeah. getting harpied to vampires. Yeah, so much That's detail. Some, yeah, he's like uh, my character was lying there with his chest open and the steam rising up into the night, and then for some reason one of these creatures took pity upon him and turned him rather than fed upon him. It was a rat tail. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he did his own wardrobe. He fucking sewed a... Conf- I, you can you wouldn't notice, necessarily. Oh, I had no he idea. Conf- 
the, his story is that he sewed the Confederate flag on the inside of his. He's wearing like oh, a duster. No. Come on. Yeah, the flag from his ship that he was killed on. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, I don't know why the Confederate. Why are white people like? Could, why do they talk? Keith, tell me. Why do white people? I don't. I've never in my life understood the holding on to that as like the the history that you hold on to. Agree. It's a whole thing. Like, and also, oh, it's like, definitely a whole thing. Well, I know. I'm saying. I was going to say, True Blood. Like, True Blood is all oh, like yeah. the vampire. Like Rebel South. It's so yeah. It's very weird how, and it's always weird how they like paint the like, you know. We were fighting for our families. That's what we were doing. And I'm like, oh, you're racist families. You were fighting for racism. The lineage of racism. <laughs> like, it's so weird. You want They're... us to starve because we can't have free labor? <laughs> oh, God. I I still, I I love, and by love, Quality. I mean, yo, I, I fucking love my great green daddy. God, the way that she paints the picture of <laughs> It's horrible. Paula Dean's a horrible person. <laughs> the way she paints the picture of like how I much was playing uh, an air piccolo, by the way. How she paints the picture of how her like <laughs> great great granddaddy um was so destroyed after he after they lost the war uh, and you know he was he like she makes by it, law <laughs> mandated to Right. And like not own another human being. <laughs> oh, my God. But the way she paints it is like he like because he killed himself because of it. Oh, wow. I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Oh, no. He oh, live with himself. Right. Oh, too bad. He'd already had kids. So you're still here. Um, <laughs> Zing. Shots fired. <laughs> but like she paints only because she paints it is like it was such a tragic loss that he was so sad over having lost these people that he considered family i'm mm-hmm. like oh 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 yep. <laughs> i'm sorry what <laughs> what and it's well, just you know, like <laughs> yeah yeah it's family just, free labor <laughs> it's disgusting but oh, like white people just are just like uh, so confused as to like it being treated like the like they're just like oh it's a part of our history and i'm like yeah, it's it's one that you should feel really yeah. fucking so bad about. Yeah, you should feel really fucking bad about it, though. Yeah. Like, this isn't a part of your history that you should feel any pride about. You should be like, uh, I. You should. One say- may even <laughs> make the argument that the fact that we haven't reckoned with this history, right, um, is the, at the source of a lot of our. <laughs> one might issues. one might reckon, but like the fact that it's just like. <laughs> People will be like, it's a part of your history. And I'm like, yeah, you should feel bad about that part. Like, you should wish yeah. that it wasn't. Like, your your thing isn't like, oh, I, you know, Look, we have I to like. I grew up with the chief <laughs> as a mascot. So that's just who I am. It's a sign of respect. It's part of my personality. Oh, man. It's who I am. <laughs> I thought you were farting. <laughs> who says I'm not? It sounded so juicy. <laughs> uh, so, like, one of the first things Hendrickson did was go and get acrylic nails put on yeah and then uh he said he took pliers and broke off the yeah. nails so that it would look like his bone was coming out or whatever yeah yeah and he had these extensions and apparently he was part of he was trying to evoke a little bit the uh 
Max Shrek's performance in Nosferatu. Oh, uh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. With that? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I only noticed. There's all these tales of specifically him and Paxton just going the fuck to town. Yeah, yeah. Being in character off hours. Yeah, yeah, just driving around. Yeah. Well, one of that story that you took about him, told about him picking up the hitchhiker was, so they were shooting originally. Pre-production was set up in Oklahoma. Well, they shot at night. Like, most of everything was done at night. Are you talking about the cop? No. Oh, okay. That's a different story, yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, there was a flood. Everything got flooded out. All their sets and shit. So they had to, they moved to Arizona. Oh. Oh, interesting. Production moved to Arizona. Lance. All their shit got flooded out. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Okay. It just sounds like diarrhea. What has to work? Everybody else flew. Lance, of course, decided that he was going to drive oh my God. and be did. in character. And that's when he picked up that hitchhiker. Oh, interesting. Um, the, the cop. There's that, another story where yeah. the, in character, yeah. Bill and Lance decided they were going to go over to Tombstone, Arizona to see some of their old buddies. Oh, let me give this bit of detail <laughs> because it helps a lot, sort of. They're all, sp- part, they're all supposed to have their own aesthetic. All the mm-hmm. vampires. Mm-hmm. So Lance is from Civil War era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paxton is supposed to be more of a Wild West kind of cowboy. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Wild West. <laughs> In quotes. Cowboy. Full on cowboy. That's why he's got the spurs and shit. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, his spurs that he loves to cut people's yeah. throats with. <laughs> uh Jeanette Goldstein is supposed to be, like, I think she says, like, 30s or 40s. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no, yeah, she's supposed to be from Depression era. Mm-hmm. And that's where her hair came in. She was like, oh, I wanted to come up with something that was what you would do if you wanted to try to look glamorous but didn't have means. Mm-hmm. So she, used, she just did a peroxide dye job. Oh, my God. Yeah, and specifically one of the roots to show and yeah. shit. Wow. Uh, and then uh, Homer is supposed to be like the f- a 50s greaser type or some shit. Mm, that must be why he looks so fucking greasy. Yep. Ugh. Not a fan. But as far as I know, they all came up with those stories. Like, I don't know if Bigelow. Maybe, maybe not Homer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no offense. No offense to that actor who's my age some. or much older than me. But, what uh, else did you tell me? I still don't remember. In River's Edge. Oh, I just yeah. fucking hate him in River's Edge. Yeah, That's yeah. the first time. I don't even remember River's Edge. I just know Keanu Reeves is in it and Crispin Glover. Motherfucker. <laughs> food eater. Uh, Crispin Glover is, it has like a really horrible wig in that movie. That's all. I, I literally haven't seen that movie since I was probably like 15 or 16 years old. I yeah. shit you not. And I was That's like, of my late and teens. I'm like. Uh, Crispin Glover's horrible wig because those things stick in my mind. <laughs> yeah. You can always clock a wig. Yeah, I can. I hate them so much. They drive, decide to drive into Tombstone, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a convertible. Mm-hmm. They get pulled over by the cops just because, oh, because Lance is speeding. He's driving yeah. and he's mm-hmm. speeding. And he thinks he's doing like 80. The cop pulls him over and, you know. Basically, it's this whole thing about they they stay in character. Yeah. Bill Pullman, to his credit, he was like, I grew up getting hassled by cops. 
because I was a yeah fucking hoodlum or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I was none too. I was like, no, 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 let's not do that this way. <laughs> yeah. But Lance was doing his best to like intimidate the cop and like, oh yeah, getting in his face and stuff like that. He said at one point the cop was like looking down, looking at his license or whatever. He looked up and Lance was just, like <laughs> staring down his <laughs> oh, nose at him, God. and the cop instinctively reached for his gun. Anyway, he let him off. Yeah, apparently because he was like, "Fuck this." Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break real quick. Be right back. (laughs) Hello, friends. Keith here with just a quick note to let you know that we will be going ad-free, kind of. Using Anchor's built-in monetization scheme has not proven terribly effective. So rather than submit you to the same recording of me reading copy (laughs) for Anchor, uh, you can look forward to things like promotions for me and Z's other projects, of which there are, let me tell you, a few. Um, And maybe the occasional plea for more subscribers. As you may know, this is a project we do for fun and uh, produce all by ourselves just just the two of us we started during quarantine times and are quite enjoying it and hope to continue doing so as long as it's financially viable for us to do so so if you have the means and are interested in supporting us um, you can go to anchor.fm F as in fancy, M as in Michael, forward slash Z and Keith movie pod. That's Z and Keith movie pod forward slash support. Then you can click on the support button to sign up for monthly contributions. Regardless, we thank you for your continued support. Um, You help keep us going. And it's a lot of fun, and thank you. So there's this other time, there is this other time where, when they were shooting the scene, mm-hmm. where Paxton gets hit by the truck, mm-hmm. so he's got this huge, he's got this makeup that makes it look like he's got a huge gash over his face. Oh, right, because he gets run over by the, yeah, it, he gets run over Caleb by the semi hits him by the yeah, semi yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, he climbs okay. up. I forgot what, what scene that was, honestly. Yeah. Or I forgot. Yeah. Uh, But apparently, there was in where they were shooting, there was a freight train that would come through Mm -hmm. and stop. Mm -hmm. I don't know, overnight or to pick up. Yeah, something. Do something. But Paxton decided to go (laughs) fuck with the conductor because he was in full makeup. Yeah. He was like, excuse me. 
There's been an accident. <laughs> so fucked. I look bad, but you should see this other guy. <laughs> so fucked up. I know. So fucked up. But it, he he and Lance sure seem to have a time making this movie. <laughs> yeah. They like, yeah. Well, it seemed like, I mean, at least from your research, it seemed like they were the two that actually did the the char- most character building yeah. for their shit. I mean, I feel Lance like Paxton. definitely did the most for backstory, yeah, I think. I feel like Paxton probably was just, had fun at everything. God, do you remember that? <laughs> Speaking of Bill Paxton, do you remember the Titanic alternate ending? <laughs> He's like, what the fuck, lady? <laughs> Where the <laughs> he like the old lady? They instead of her just like throwing the necklace off without anyone being around after telling them like it went down in the ocean, they catch her <laughs> trying to throw it out, and he's like, no, don't throw it out, and she like <laughs> holds it out to him, and then he like goes to grab, and she's like, toss it in the ocean, <laughs> and then they all laugh. And they're all like, ha, 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 ha. And then it, and like. Then Paxton shoots her. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that ending would have had a, com- made that film have a completely different uh, emotional weight. For those who don't know, uh, Catherine Bigelow and James Cameron were married for like two years. Oh, yeah. For a second. Two years for a second. Yeah, the, the, um, oh, and he, um, I, I like forgotten about that. I read the trivia as like as soon as we were as like soon. Mm-hmm. As soon as we were done like watching the movie, I I um read the trivia for it. Uh-huh. As, as you know, um, and immediately like I had forgotten that this scene happened. But like at the when they're all, <laughs> I guess when they're all like individually feeding, I guess because they like all leave each other to go feed on different people. Cause like Homer is pretending that he's like, like he's on a bicycle, like there's a bicycle and he's like knocked off. And then like Bill Paxton gets in the car with like a couple of ladies and Adrian Pastar is, uh, uh, and may are like in the truck with the guy. Yeah. 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 So like, they're all like, you know, there's also that I think that's the same time where Lance and Jeanette, or in a pickup, and they get held up like they're going to get robbed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Bill Paxton is, like, trying to hitchhike at first, and, like, someone passed them oh, and yeah. flips him off. That's James Cameron. <laughs> oh, nice. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I mean, it's only, like, he's not, I don't think he's credited, but Bill Paxton, I guess, confirmed that it was uh... him and, like, the some sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> Jeanette Goldstein said that like uh, there really wasn't an opportunity to not be in character because when they weren't shooting they were all living in basically the same conditions as their vampire fam oh, because God. you know they were just all put up in the same hotel and yeah <laughs> God sounds horrible yeah she was like I don't really like I want to be out of character when I'm not <laughs> Yeah. That's not fun for me, but. The part. Oops. <laughs> the uh, the part. Anyway, I was. The end where 
they all meet up at the hotel. Like, because the dad is, like, tracking yep. him down. And, like, all that stupid shit happens. Mm-hmm. And when they all meet at the hotel by chance. Yeah. And Adrian Pastar gets away. Like, his uh, Maligar the Mighty <laughs> <laughs> shoots Lance Hendrickson. And he just, like, spits the bullet out. Oh, yeah. And they're, like, driving home. And he's, like... <laughs> And he's like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. And he's like, no, you need to tell me what the Great. hell's going on. And he's like, I'm he's sick. like, it's, he's like, um, he's like, you know, like, he's just like trying to like skirt around it. And he's like, what is it? Dad? He's like, <laughs> I think Adrian Pazdar is trying to like say something like you wouldn't understand. Like these aren't normal folks. And the dad's like, oh, yeah. yeah, normal folks don't <laughs> spit out bullets when you shoot them. <laughs> What the goddamn hell's going on, son? Oh, I can't make you believe it. I can't believe it myself. I ain't a person anymore. I don't know what I am. I'm sick. We're gonna get you to the hospital right away. You're doing I'm dead. No. Caleb, those people back there, they wasn't normal. Normal folks, they don't spit out bullets when you shoot them. No, sir. I don't know why. Just the, the sequence of that yeah, happened. It was, it was really funny because it, it was just like, no shit. Like, yeah. You know, he's we're like, way past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not under the impression that like th- what's happening is normal. So you know, there's the thing where they, uh, a couple times you see them like panicky, try to put up. They put up foil and oh shit God, on the inside of the van, and yeah. Apparently, they rehearsed as a unit. This was part of their like pre-production mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. They would go into a space and drill. Oh, wow. Darkening it through these means. You cannot tell. And it's sad because. It it, doesn't translate. Yeah. (laughs) They just look like they're hitting each other on accident a bunch. Yeah. (laughs) But apparently it's a big part of their character work is that they would, as a group. This is sad, though, because it's like the amount of effort that they put into it. And it just translates as like a really poorly done film. (laughs) Which is every movie. If the more I learn about a movie and its production, the more I'm like, oh, that's so sad because. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. I like how like the (laughs) like in the trivia for this movie, it was like this production like the production company that um oh yeah like deg yeah it was it went out of business yeah and they're like that's why this movie tanked and i'm like no <laughs> i mean Probably that's that's one of the reasons yeah this movie tanked because what the fuck <laughs> well it also didn't get marketed very well well yeah i mean that's I part of why yeah but to, like but... yeah like it's just not i mean it's not done well oh <laughs> the thing I have neglected to mention is that uh, the cinematographer was Adam. Shit, let me make sure. <laughs> it's the guy who shot Terminator. Oh right, right, right. Another mm-hmm. Cameron tie-in. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what his name is, but yeah, there was a lot of crossover between <sighs> Cameron films and Bigelow films. In this, or this is before they were. Yeah, all the trivia was like anyway. her future husband, and I'm like, you don't have to. <laughs> I know, gross. <laughs> like what? Like that just <laughs> like so oh. weird. I don't understand your note taking. I know, y'all. <laughs> I've tried to. 
in an in attempting to streamline my note taking, it's only making it more worse. <laughs> Adam Greenberg. Mm. And and he said that like because Terminator was such a su- surprise success and done on like a shoestring budget. Oh yeah, yeah. That he became very popular as a cinematographer, and that at the time he got the script for Near Dark, he had eight others that he was looking at, Jeez. and he chose this one. Oh no, so many. But everybody that worked on this is like, this was so much fun to do. Oh, I bet it was. I would I love to was, do it again. Yeah. Everybody was great I mean, to really, work with. honestly, the failing here is the writing. Like, um, it was uh, acted uh, pretty well. Yeah. It was given. shot okay. It was, in, like, it, it had, like, a look. It was, like, yeah. very clear that it was trying to say. But, like, there was, like, the dialogue, pff, yeah. the plot, pff, nothing was good. It, the whole thing, pff, like, story, pff, yep. and, like, nothing. I didn't care about anybody in this. No, that's true. <laughs> Failed. <laughs> Same thing with Carpenter's Vampires. Only oh, I care even oh, less about oh, that. Oh, oh, god, that was so bad. But uh, fucking we'll James talk Woods. About, I do want to talk about the special effects because, the, so I think it's in that interview at the time with Bigelow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was like, "We didn't want to use the all the at the time the conventions for." making smoke effects use really harsh chemicals. Oh. And I imagine they were pretty pricey, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead, they rigged up this thing where they used... Cigars. Cigars. Mm -hmm. And apparently what it was, it was kind of like a little container that had the cigars in it, a closed box that had a fan underneath to create pressure Mm -hmm. and to keep them burning. Mm -hmm. And then a series of, like, tubes that went Mm -hmm. up the person's torso... Yeah. And I don't know if they did this just for uh, Adrian Pastar, but this is the one. What they talked about. Yeah. He described specifically. Yeah, and and the scene where he's like first bit Under the blanket. Oh, under the blanket? No, I I thought, I thought, remember when he's first turned and his car breaks down and he's walking across the field? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like fucking smoke is coming out of his head and his. I assume it's anytime an individual is smoking. But, like, yeah, and then they covered the tubes with prosthetics. Oh, interesting. But he said, <laughs> he said that, like, by the end of the day, like, tobacco juice accumulated around the edges of the tubes. Uh. And it was this putrid. He was like, I smell like a fucking old ass stogie for like weeks after that. Oh, my God. And sure, it's better than the alternatives, but it was disgusting. Gross. Another story from the <laughs> documentary. Mm-hmm. Stephen Jaffe, who uh, is credited as one of the producers. Is, I don't know what that means in this particular context. Or any context. Yeah, usually it means they somebody put up some amount oh, of money. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, that's an executive producer usually, but mm. anyway. Uh, he was like, he told the story, he was like, yeah. I mean, so most of the movie was shot during night. Yeah, yeah. Which took its toll. Mm-hmm. Who was it? I think it was him, also Stephen Jeffy, who was like, yeah, you can tell I- any movie that requires a lot of night shoot- shoots, like, uh, after the third night, <laughs> anybody makes it that far is, is going to make it the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he said that one 
time he was driving, he and Bigelow were driving back to, to the, their rooms or whatever, and he fell asleep at the wheel, <gasps> and <laughs> they could have died. <laughs> that reminds me. Oh? Of when I was a kid. Yes. <laughs> I had this up. So, I I didn't have many friends. You'll be surprised. I had one friend. Um, I'm surprised you had that many. I know. Uh, it's true. It's true. Um, I had one friend. Me too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Same. yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm not being, like, disparaging. I'm saying, like, it's actually surprising I had any friends. And I don't mean that in the sense of, like, because I was so pathetic or whatever. I'm just, like, I just didn't know how to interact with people. So, it was really hard. Uh uh, but so the one friend that I had, if I ever, I, and like, it was hard for me to have sleepovers. Um, that was a really, yeah, yeah same. I couldn't really, that episode of Bob's Burgers where Gene is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, I relate so hard to that. Um, so we came up with a routine where if I was to f- spend the night at my one friend's house, her mom so her mom lived about, I lived about 15 minutes away from their place. And her mom worked about 15 minutes away from my place, but in like the opposite direction. So like on her way home, she would basically pass by, like I was on her way home. So if I was to stay the night at her friend's house, when her mom left Her friend's work, house. Sorry. Yeah. If I was to stay the night at my friend's house, oh. sorry, her mom my friend's mom would just pick me up on her way home from work. Got it. Um, her mom would often fall asleep at the wheel. Oof. Uh, multiple times on the 15 minute drive back to her oh place. Oh my God. Uh huh. I didn't realize it was so daylight. Brief. Brief. Yeah. Brief and also daylight. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, which I mean kind of makes it safer. She would say, and she, she, uh-huh. I I confess this to my parents or like especially to my dad um as like a teenager that this was going on that this had gone on in the past and my dad was like oh my god oh my god I never would have let you go over there and I was like yeah that's why I never told you what happened nah. <laughs> uh her she would literally <laughs> so they had a van this was so irresponsible. They had a van, and <laughs> she had this. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> the driver's seat was like they like broke it so that it was almost completely flat, oh so that God. she was almost laying down, and she would just like On have purpose? yes, so that it was it was more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> And she basically just had, like, her hands resting on the oh, bottom no. of the wheel. Uh-huh. So she was pretty much just almost completely vertical and just resting Horizontal. her hands on the – Oh, her – See, I can't get that straight. I always think I'm wrong. And then I <laughs> – Anyway. Um, <laughs> she was horizontal. Her hands just resting. Her fingers just barely resting on the bottom of the wheel. And she'd be driving, and she drove very fast. She wasn't oh – You know God. how <laughs> – it, it, we had to drive. You had to drive on the interstate to get. Okay. So, <laughs> well, you didn't have to. It was the fastest way. I think sure. maybe you had to. Anyway. Mur. So she would. <laughs> she. She'd be driving like eighty on the freeway or the interstate, and she'd go. <laughs> A regular Lance Henderson. <laughs> she'd go. Woo! 
Ah, <laughs> oh, and <laughs> sleepy. <laughs> like very clearly was like slipping out. Oh no! We would get anytime we got to a stoplight, she would say, <laughs> "Will I turn <laughs> screen? Wake me up!" Oh my god! <laughs> At a fucking stoplight. <laughs> Which is at most what sixty seconds? <laughs> yeah, it was it was not good. I was that's and like as a kid, I was just like, this is not cool. This is like very. I was like aware uh-huh. that it was like not what you're supposed to do, <laughs> but it really wasn't until I was like learning to drive mm-hmm. and stuff that I was like, oh my god, <laughs> oh, oh my. that is very. Uh, I could have died. Also, wasn't she a nurse? No. Oh. She was a prison. She worked in a prison. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Was she a guard? Yeah, I think. Or like I don't know if she was lunch a... Lunch lady. Yeah, I don't know if she was... I, I was under the impression she was a guard, but I cannot imagine her as a prison <laughs> guard. And I don't... She didn't have a uniform, so I think she was just like... I think she worked in like the office or something for prison guards, but I think she would tell people she was a prison guard to like scare them, but she literally... I think she mm-hmm. was just like a secretary. <laughs> <laughs> Administrative assistant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> File clerk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I was a. Uh, yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Um, so yeah, that was that was how I almost died for years as a child. every Friday night. Wow. <laughs> Friday night life. Friday night <laughs> death scare. Yeah, is some night death. Scare. <laughs> There's a movie. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Anyway, whenever people are like fall asleep on the wheel, that's always what I think. Yeah, I think of her being like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm tired. <laughs> I've run out of notes. Really, I don't. Except for at the end, like they come back to oh. take, um, his little sister. Like they come yeah. back to take his little sister, and um. May just makes the decision to like not be part of it anymore. And like the sun is coming up or it has come up and they're all like catching fire. So they're like trying to like put up all of the uh-huh. shield over the windows and shit. Um, and then May like changes her mind. She doesn't want to do this anymore. So she grabs his little sister in the car and jumps out of the closed window so it just breaks oh, out of the back everywhere. window of the station wagon and then <laughs> lands on the little sister as they and fall and all the broken glass presumably yeah and as they like jump out of this car this 8 year old child this yeah. adult vampire uh jumps out of the car and just lands on on her and then again she just they just cover her in a blanket and she's just fine. It's cool. Doesn't catch fire. So again, no consistency. This is after uh, Homer explodes from sun exposure. No, he hasn't ex- exploded yet. Oh, okay. Because he's the one that's trying to. But he he jumps out. He then jumps out of the car after them and starts running after <laughs> them because you know he can't let this little child go. Yeah. Again, he's inconsistency. Love. Yeah. Ooh. Love of his life. Um, and then he start he catches fire and then just blows the fuck up and then lance hendrickson catches fire and jeanette jeanette goldstein yeah and they catch fire and then and then the car just the car catches fire 
and then and it just stops. The well, then up. it just stops driving and right. just like goes into work. a ditch, it and then powered it blows by vampiric up. <laughs> energy. And then it blows up, and then it blows out a transformer or whatever. <laughs> so the smoke from it blowing up <laughs> blows the transformer. Yeah, and then and then at the and then it ends with uh, May getting a transfusion and then looking at her hands repeatedly. Oh my god! But it was supposed to end with it was supposed to end with um, May and Caleb walking out into the sunlight together, and then Caleb's little sister catching on fire. (laughs) What? (laughs) But. They realized they uh, they decided not to go with this end because they realized that it didn't it wasn't like a scary or, or terrible ending because she could just be cured with a transfusion. Oh so yeah, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> they were like, oh, I never mind. <laughs> but yeah, it was supposed to end. It's supposed to end with the little sister actually having been turned after oh, all. That's too bad. Which that could have been an interesting turn, but you know, could have been a great sequel. Also, like I know that like remember how uh, what's her name who did the Pet Cemetery two. Was like I wanted it to be the story of the little sister who survived. Yeah, that would have been good. Been such a more interesting movie. Anyway, mm-hmm. man, Pet Cemetery Two was woof. <sighs> I mean, you know, it's what happens when you have like source material. Yeah, like a book or something, and then and it, you know, and then from there, that's what happened in the third season of The Sinner. In my opinion. Yeah, right. They just, they they went so, yeah, like, so far the afield. second season, they tried to do something similar to the first season, yeah. but not make it too much the same. Right. Great. And then in the third season, they were like, what if we did nothing at all like the rest of them? And, you know. Yeah. It's like The Last Jedi. I mean, the, <laughs> no. no, not The Last Wait. Jedi. Yeah. No. Whatever, The yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Or yeah, whatever. Rise of Skywalker. What? Uh... One correction I want to make because I just noticed it in my notes. The other film, so mm-hmm. Bigelow and Eric Red mm-hmm. wrote this movie together. Bigelow mm-hmm. directed. Mm-hmm. Red and Bigelow also wrote another movie that Eric Red directed called Undertow. Mm-hmm. That that was their oh, deal. Oh, 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 like I they see, wrote two and gotcha. one. They gotcha. each yeah. Gotcha. And I think that's got Lou Diamond Phillips. Mm. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Me neither. Yeah, that's all I have. All my notes are expired. I got to return them to the library. <laughs> They're overdue. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of sh- stories and shenanigans. Yeah, I'm out of steam, too. Yeah, that's talking about Near Dark, for me, I mean, personally, I, I like how, <laughs> what are, what is this, a phone conversation between us? Um, <laughs> I'm done. Well, I got a couple more things to say. Yep. <laughs> Um, How was your day? <laughs> it was, it was, Near Dark was rough for me. It really, I didn't have as much fun. I was disappointed yeah. in that I, I really, like, part of, like, with what we're doing with the podcast, but yeah. also before the podcast, when I really like watching 80s and 90s movies. I like the stylization. Yeah. I like how different they look. They have a different feel than any movies made now because they're made different. Pretty like, they're made on film. So, like, you know, you have, like, they're made on film. So, you know, you can't do takes the same way. You know, you can't, like, you know, you have a risk of losing, you know, um, a shot. You can film something that ends up getting 
destroyed. Like there's, you know, there's all kinds of, of, of just the, the feel of a shot feels differently on film than it does digital. Um, um, so yeah, there's just something about, there's something about like eighties and nineties movies, especially that where they were getting really, really heavy into like, Oh, we can make this look a certain way. We can make this, we can have like style. We can have, you know, really dark shots or we can have like lots of color. Like, I don't know. There was just something where like, I feel like directors started getting into a specific way of like stylizing things. Um, especially the eighties, the eighties were really interesting. I guess I should say they weren't, it wasn't that they were more stylized. It's just how they were stylized. I guess I uh. should say for the time. And it, so it's easy, like, sometimes it's easier for me to watch those movies because I, like, lose myself in them in a sense because it's like, oh, it's so different. It's something, it's uh-huh. not now. It's not, you know, it's it's a different time. It's a different place. Yeah. All these things. And so I was excited to watch this because I was like, even if it's not the greatest movie, like, it's it's still, like, going to be really interesting. And it wasn't. It was so <laughs> I hard. I, I, yeah. I couldn't stay. And it was, it was disappointing because, like, there's so many good things in it, like, in the sense and of like great actors. Yeah, like Bill Paxton's performance is great. Like there's Seasons interesting stuff. Like it's not like, you know, I kind of I mean, even though it's kind like the part where they the waitress who has skin as smooth as a preacher's belly, they like cut her they like slit her throat uh. and then they drain it into a beer cup. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, that could have been really terrifying or interesting. And it was shot in such a way that you can you only know what they're doing because they make such a big deal about her just bringing them a beer glass. Right. They don't want the beer. They just want the beer glass. Right. And if that wasn't in there, you wouldn't know what they yeah. were doing yeah. because it's shot so, so right. badly. And I'm like, oh, yeah. like there's so much where I'm like, yeah, you know, and there's really cool aspects of like the night, like the, the nighttime shot, like the shots where it's like, from a distance and all the smoke, yeah, you know, in the air and it just, you know, the silhouettes of people. It looks so cool, but you don't care. Like you stop caring yeah, about how totally. it looks because you're like, no one's, I don't like any of these people. <laughs> I don't care about any of these characters. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why they're doing any of the things that they're doing. Their motivations are so absolutely forced and unbelievable that I can't relate I, to that. I think I have that general problem with vampire <laughs> things in general mm-hmm. as a genre because I don't really care. Mm. Like, what's the most? I mean, the Blade trilogy is fun, uh-huh. but that's because it's from the point of view of the Slayer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, vampires aren't that interesting to me. I guess I like vampire point. stuff a lot. Yeah, I don't hate it, but yeah. Uh. Yeah, there's also that scene. There's a scene where it's when they kill the trucker, May and Caleb, and uh, he's drinking from her, mm-hmm. and they're in front of these giant mm-hmm. oil yeah. rigs. Right. I'm like, oh, that's a cool Concept. parallel they're yeah. drawing, but also what, I mean, yeah, and she they... does say, you can't, you're going to drink me dry, and that's yeah. going to kill me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but, like, but, even so, they just keep doing the close-ups close of, the like, the oil, like, shit. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, what? I mean, like, yeah, this it, it feels like, I mean, no offense to Catherine Bigelow, and I'm not trying to be, like, 
you know, all about misogyny or whatever and be like, well, well, but it really feels like an, a first attempt. That's fair. You know, I mean, it feels like a first, it feels like something that where you're like, oh, I want to, you know, it feels like you didn't have any trial and error to get you, like, you didn't have any, like. You didn't workshop this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't have smaller projects that you worked on. Yeah. I mean, I, not to yeah. say that she didn't, but it, that's what it feels like. Yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. like, you know, she wanted it to look like a music video. <laughs> and it does, but that's the only thing that it has. Yeah. It feels like it has the weight of a music video. Uh-huh. Interesting. Like, my attention span would last about as long <laughs> as the music video yeah. for this film. And that's all they put into the story. <laughs> so you liked Strange Days a lot more than I did. Yeah, I like Strange Days a lot. For me, similar. I think I have I similar like Str- complaints. It's like, okay, the aesthetic's cool. Two things. Story. Okay, so two things that get me about the, the two. Well, two reasons why Strange Days I would enjoy it. I love. I like the. Um, like I love Ray Fiennes, Angela Bassett. Also, them kissing, they kiss really well. I love ah! it. Oh, my God. I love it. Like, you see tongue, that shit's hot. Like, them kissing is hot. Wow. I know. I From know. someone who fast I know. scores. <laughs> I know. I know that I've previously stated that I do not like watching people kiss. <laughs> I liked watching those two people kiss. Anyway. um, Like, I like, I, I'm such a sucker because the movie was made in, like, 96 or something like that. Yeah. But it takes place. The turn of the century. Yeah. I fucking love <sighs> futurism Wait, that we've gotten past. Else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Sorry. love that shit. I love that shit. I don't know. I'm such a sucker for it. I And I don't. I didn't watch Strange Days until after. Like, I, yeah, I yeah. never saw Strange Days before. It You know, it was. When we watched it, it was the first time I'd seen it. But yeah. yeah. So I I love shit like, like that's a that's a way to get me like I'm I'm a sucker for that like yeah. in nineteen you know ninety being like oh the year is nineteen ninety nine and every everything yeah. you know that's a lot I feel like it's the a lot internet more you just now. jack it right into your brain I'm like oh fuck yeah <laughs> it's the year two thousand and twelve this yeah. is not <laughs> nothing like this even remotely how I fucking love that shit yeah what were you gonna say that's something that what. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's downhill from there for Bigelow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, not from her perspective, but from my perspective of films I want to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't care about, I'm not going to watch anything she made after mm. Strange Days. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I think, I think Strange Days is the only thing that I like that she's done. <laughs> no offense. Yeah, I mean, that I'm aware of. I, near dark, like I said, not right. not a good movie. No. I think it's fun if you are a horror fan and you want, mm-hmm. you know, if. But even so, like I'm such a fan of horror, and I felt like there were so many missed horror opportunities. Absolutely, the fact that I mean they wanted to make it just a western, and they just they realized that the western genre was on its way out or whatever. Um, so they decided to write been horror. For- 15 years. <laughs> so they just, but honestly, it's like, okay, but like, as soon as this, like, as soon as the 90s hit, everything was like Young Guns, Western, yep. Wyatt Earp. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, you guys yeah, could have just been. Tombstone. Yeah, you guys could have been in on the, you know. Ahead of the curve. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, but like as someone, I I'm a big fan of horror. I mean, I'll be honest, I don't enjoy westerns. Westerns are one of my least favorite genres. That's I've weird, done. as a native person, that you wouldn't enjoy. <laughs> A yeah, genre that specific, specifically romanticizes <laughs> an era. Yeah. I mean, believe it or not. Yeah. No, I can't stand Westerns as told by um, white people. Western Europe. As, like, telling the story of white people cowboys. Um. Anyway. So. Colonizers. So, <laughs> yes. Genociders. Correct. So, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy Westerns. The Rebel South, y'all. But <laughs> uh, I... I love horror, and I felt like this really missed the mark as far as horror. There's hardly any. Also, it's not really a western. It's it's set not a western in the at southwest. all. Southwest. There's a cowboy hat in it. There's a cowboy hat. This is some spurs. Yeah. There's somebody who fought for the Confederacy. They they try they all try to have a southern accent as much as they accents. can. I mean, I don't know about Lance Hendrickson because you know, I don't, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's it. And but yeah. like yeah, horror it just really misses the mark. There's hardly any blood in it. I mean, like there's a couple things, but like they don't. Yeah, like it seems like it's a horror film made by someone that's uncomfortable with horror films. <laughs> so they wanted to avoid all that horror stuff, which is like okay, but you know, you know what I like. Also, I felt like it it was really really trying to cash in on like, so like The Hunger is like a vampire movie uh-huh. that's it's. It, you could see it as I feel like you could look at it and it could seem really boring to you, not oh, you yeah. personally, but like to to the viewer because yeah. like not a lot of stuff happens and it's very yes. weird yeah. and it's very strange. It's mostly and, atmosphere. Yeah, <laughs> which I was thinking was going to be what this would feel like. Yeah, and I was like, okay, you know, it's going to be, but I felt like this was trying to be like I felt like this was like how do we cash in on that hunger shit. Like I feel like I was trying to that to <laughs> I really I felt like it was like a really poor like I get that. Yeah. It felt like the only vampire movie that they'd watched was The Hunger and they were like how do we mm-hmm. write something about vampires and their only reference was The Hunger. And they're like okay, well we're not going to say the word vampire. Done. It's not going to be sexy. And also they don't really do any like they don't really do any blood drinking. They just yeah, kill a bunch of people. Yeah. And they, like, imply yeah. it, but they don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, boring. Boring. But, yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say. Now I'm done. <laughs> yeah. You yep. would not recommend, I would say, I'm assuming, I would say only if. I think I think if you're I think if you really really like classic like if you really like eighties movies yeah. if you're a fan of of the actors that are in it you'd have I'm like here's the thing the movie's not it doesn't necessarily do anything wrong in the sense of like like it's not that interesting it doesn't hold up but I could say that about a lot of movies that I like. Yeah, there's no major offenses. Yeah. It's just... Uh, yeah. It's just, it didn't do much for me. Yeah. That's basically it. Like, like, it ho- like hardware. Yeah. Like, it, very similar. Like, that one was it's like... It's really sad. That like, there really were so many... Yeah. It just <laughs> felt like it, like, missed the mark. Like, it could have either been, like, really, right. really, really funny. Right. Or really just, like... But it just, like, tried too hard. Like, yeah. when you try too hard to... It felt like this movie t- felt like it took itself too seriously. That was it. Yeah. 
Like I'm despite Bill Paxton's performances. Uh huh. Exactly. Right. One hundred percent correct. Yeah. So I'm not saying don't ever watch this movie. Yeah. I'm just saying you probably would get bored and start looking at your phone immediately like <laughs> I did. <laughs> Keel will be like, right. did you see that one part? I'm like, mm, I must have missed it because <laughs> I was looking at Facebook <laughs> yeah. and Twitter and Instagram and playing a game <laughs> and designing a house and all those. <laughs> Soundtrack is by Tangerine Dream. Yeah. Though it's not used very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there wasn't much. I didn't really. There's a Cramps song in it, did you say? Yeah, during the bar scene, uh, the soundtrack varies widely. It goes between, it'll switch between, like, the opening track is probably Tangerine Dream with, like, some heavy synth bass line that's, like, lets you know that some ass kicking is about to go down. But then it shifts to, like, a country song. Then it shifts to... The cramps doing fever, yeah. and then it switches to another country song. It's yeah, 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 yeah. This con- it's disjointed. I mean, it's kind of how it feels when you're in a bar and there's a jukebox. Yeah, and you're not it's the true. one controlling. And every other song <laughs> is chosen by somebody else, not three in a row or whatever. Yeah, that's all. Uh-huh. That's plummy. Yeah. Oh, my hip just popped. <laughs> I, uh, I will say the interview that I've referenced with Bigelow and the documentary about with all the cast members mm-hmm. I watched off of YouTube. So they're not hard to find. Just search. And they're probably more interesting to watch. Just than the search movie itself. painful Catherine Bigelow. No, don't <laughs> put painful in there. <laughs> I think this movie has, apparently this movie does have a quite a following. I didn't know that. Like I said. Makes sense. Makes sense. Only heard of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is a movie where if I Booty saw Hole it. Too Dark? <laughs> Bigelow Near Dark. <laughs> See you later.